Hello, everyone, and welcome to episode 63 of the B-Team podcast. As always, I am your host, co-host, Eric, <laughs> and with me is Ben Williams. What's up, buddy? I feel like I, I, don't, I just don't want to get Eeyore Busby, so I'm trying to kind of bring <laughs> up the vibes. You've never once gotten Eeyore Busby. Oh, definitely have before. Not today, though. I think you're good today. You're very oh, smiley great. today. Thank you. Did, uh, did you get your Taylor Swift tickets? Uh, I did not. I did not try to get any tickets. My wife did procure a ticket, though. Mm. How long she waiting on? I don't know. I think several hours. She was she was teaching the next generation of kids in America, so I think she. I don't know what time she could get in, but she didn't get the tickets to like two, so I feel like she waited a while. I asked her how much the tickets were, and she and she told me, and actually wasn't that bad at all. I was like, "Oh, okay, that's really not bad at all." She's like, "Yeah, I can basically touch the ceiling of the stadium." I was like, "Oh, okay." Yeah, well, that's what happens whenever you spend three hundred dollars on a ticket for a singer designed for fourteen-year-olds. My God! First of all, it wasn't that much. No, it wasn't even close to that much. I was pleasantly surprised. Second of all, are you saying that Taylor Swift is overrated? The single most overrated artist of our generation. Wow, that's big talk, Busby. I think it's that's like the hottest take you could have right now. Yeah, I mean, well, I just prefer my musicians that are actually talented. So he wears short skirts, I wear t shirts, she's chair captain, and I'm on the bleachers dreaming about the day we wake. I mean, she writes bangers, Busby. I mean, that was a better rendition of whatever she sings. Baby, now we got bad blood. She's got she's got good songs, Busby. I mean, you're just they're just a prisoner they are moment. Very you just catchy. sing too much. You've seen just too much T Swift on the timeline, so you're you're trapped in the moment. I don't think I am. I've been on this for 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 years now. One of these <laughs> days, everyone's going to wake up and realize I was right. I, I mean, to be the, I mean, it's probably going to be around the same right. time that fish take over the world. Yeah, <laughs> you may be right. Be a long time ago. Because she's so highly rated, that it's easy to be overrated because you're at the pinnacle. But I think there's other artists out there that just aren't good at all. I mean, her last album was just her re-releasing her original songs. But yeah, so she can make that money. Yeah, Scooter Braun is making all the money. Yeah, good for Scooter. That's someone that we need to respect more. Oh no! Now, now we're getting into the bad side of this. Is he problematic? I, I have no idea. I, I don't know all the details, but I feel like probably so. Okay, we'll scratch that from the record. Actually, I don't know that he's like super problematic. I don't, maybe people just hate him because of Taylor's. I don't know. Blanket statement. Know. We just don't. We don't support either. Except for you, I mean, who supports Taylor. I, yeah, I mean, I like her music. It's fine. I'm not a Swift. I wouldn't say I'm a Swifty. But I'd be lying if I haven't screamed the lyrics to her songs driving down the highway before. He's the reason for the teardrops on my. Guitar. 
Yeah, that was uh, that's another thing we don't talk about. She transitioned from a bad country singer to a bad pop star. Dude, <laughs> she is multi-talented. Our, our song is a slam screen door sneaking out late, tapping on your window. We're on the phone and talk real slow because it's late and your mama don't know. You good now? I mean, I just keep rolling through my head. These are all the old ones, too. Sorry. I mean, I mean, you're not upsetting me with the take. I, I, I couldn't, I don't care. I just, it's kind of like uh, Mississippi State football, it's just apathy. <clears throat> Yeah, but like a lot of people like one of those things. Unfortunately, a lot of people like Mississippi State football. And we are two of them. The numbers are not com- comparable. Oh, no, 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 no. Definitely not comparable. If so, our NIL money would be crazy. Oh, for sure. They Imagine. asked me, they asked me the day of my graduation to donate. I was like, who, like, I don't have a job. Yeah, they call me all the time. Like, no, I already paid you enough money. Yeah. That's why we are behind. That's fine. Oh, uh, they one last little bit of pop culture news before we move on. I don't know what the purpose of our podcast is anymore. Uh, <laughs> they say they say you're supposed to go back sometimes before you go forward. And then if you remember we did an episode last year where we listed all things we don't understand. Yeah. One of the things I didn't understand was why Pete Davidson is attractive. <laughs> our boys at it again. Did you see? Uh, our boy, the our boy came back. At some point, you have to put the swords down and just respect the game. I've always respected the game. I love Pete Davidson. I think he's awesome. Shout out to Pete Davidson. I mean, Shout out to Emily Radikowski. You, you butcher that almost as bad as you butcher Will Levis' name. <laughs> Will Levis? Yeah, he got Emily Radikowski after getting dumped by Kim K. Did he get dumped by Kim K? I think so. Oh. He was with Kim K, right? Yeah, I don't know how that ended. I, mean, I literally don't keep up with it. He was like, hey, I'm really – Kanye West is like literally an insane person. I don't want to like – deal with this anymore I don't I don't know much about it but whatever Katie could probably tell us she loves Taylor Swift and she loves the Kardashians so I thought loving the Kardashians was like a myth I thought it was you you watch the Kardashians I know you love the Kardashians uh I think it's kind of both I mean she she loves Kris Jenner for sure yeah okay I feel like that's not well, that's not the one people pick. Well, I mean, she's like the the head honcho. Yeah. I mean, she's the reason they're they are what they are today. Not like literally. Well, OJ Simpson is the reason they are what they are today. But that's uh, the people could also argue another thing that probably shouldn't bring up on a family podcast. But shout out Ray J. Yeah. And that she may or may not have set that whole thing up and then that exploded into Kim K becoming popular and then that exploded into everybody else in the TV show and then that's how he got that run of fame and then you have Courtney now and then you have Chloe now and then you have all this other stuff that's spinning off of it. So she's just a mad genius. So Alabama beat Ole Miss this weekend. Yeah, that was crazy. 
<laughs> what a transition. <laughs> that was our attempt at pop culture. Thank you. Alabama won 30-24. Um, I feel like Ole Miss was leading this entire game until they all of a sudden weren't. Yeah, I was, my parents were in town this weekend, and I was at dinner during, like, the majority of this game. So I don't have a lot to contribute other than I was keeping up with it on my phone, but I don't know any of the ins and outs, really. Honestly, it was a pretty slow week all told, like, all the way through. Yeah. <clears throat> um, Bryce Young is single-handedly keeping Alabama afloat. Um, I was watching this game from a wedding. Shout out my cousin Matt, who has been on this podcast before. Oh, it was his wedding? It was his wedding, yes. I thought he was already married. Wait. No. What, is this your twin? Yes. Okay. Okay. I was thinking about Jared. Jared's yes. married. Jared's married Matt. to my cousin. Yes. Okay. Matt okay. is well, my congrats. cousin. Congrats. Jared uh, did not marry Slightly Matt. different looking Busby. Yeah. I had someone mix this up at the wedding. His wedding was it? Hopefully, it wasn't his wife. No. Okay. No. Someone thought that we looked alike and said, "How did you change so fast?" I'm like, "I don't know you." <laughs> I didn't. Question mark. <laughs> um. Yeah. Like I said, Bryce Young single handedly kept or kept Alabama in this game. They won in the end. Uh, some bad refereeing, but that is as to be expected whenever oh, you're playing Alabama. Uh, Jackson Dart the... cannot throw, but God damn it, if that team can't run the ball. Yeah, and I heard that like kind of they had a chance towards the end that they just kept running the ball and they just went away from it. Yeah, they got to like first and 10 at Alabama's like 25 or so. And I think they threw it like four straight plays. Or tried to. Can't get, can't get out of his own way. It's like a, that's like the biggest Jimbo Fisher thing to do ever. Like Devon A-Chain's like – running the ball straight down the field, and then you just try mm-hmm. to throw it. They still had plenty of time left, too. Yeah, it's crazy. So, think- with that, LSU sewed up the SEC West because they beat Arkansas earlier in the day in a snooze fest of a game. Yeah, that, I did watch a lot of that game. I watched a lot of the early games, and that was terrible. Yeah, I don't know. You couldn't have paid me to watch that game. I watched it for free anyway, so. Oh, yeah. I was flipping between that and there was another – oh, the um, Kentucky Fanty game. <laughs> <laughs> so, I don't have it – I have it set to talk about at a later time, but you want to go ahead and do it now? <laughs> I forgot this happened. Vanderbilt snapped a 26-game SEC losing streak. <laughs> they took, like, 40 players. Oh, they all God. had the flu, Ben. The coach had the flu. He 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 didn't get well until like the <laughs> night before the game. He probably woke up the next day. And was like, "Is that a fever dream? Do we do we just beat Kentucky?" So everyone's favorite oh. first round quarterback, Will Levis, uh, completely crapped the bed. Oh gosh, that was a good laugh. I forgot about that. I'm pulling up the box score so we can laugh at it one more time. This more this just even more solidifies Will Levies to the Colts. They were in attendance on Saturday. <laughs> no, they weren't. They were. Oh well, that's probably good Will for Le- you that they 
watch that one. <laughs> Will Levis was 11 for 23 for 109 yards, an interception, and a QBR 15 and a half. <laughs> Here's what you need to know. Why why didn't they just give this guy the ball more? Chris Rodriguez had 18 rushes for 162 yards. Yeah, and they decided to go with Will Levis. Did did you see all the fans trying to like quantify it this weekend by saying he's got a hurt toe and a bad offensive line and stuff like that? Like if his line is so bad, why did Chris Rodriguez rush for 168 yards? Yeah, and they were also like, it's just so funny watching college football fan bases like reason with themselves when something like this happens. Mm-hmm. Like nothing can be said about that game that's positive about Kentucky. I mean, Mark Stoops. Who were like rumoring him, which I never, I don't think a lot of people believe, but to the Auburn vacancy and like how he's coach of the year and all this stuff. And it's like, hey man, your team's not that good. I mean, your coach isn't that good. I can't believe we lost that team, man. I can't believe it really is a, it really did put a damper on the season. I mean, yeah, because our other three losses would be Bama, LSU, Georgia. We should be okay. Now I'm going down the rabbit hole again. I'm, I'm like these people reasoning to themselves about nothing. Shout out Vanderbilt. Yeah, dude, 26 in a row. That's a lot. Yeah, well, I mean they stink. What do you? How many you play? Eight. Eight a season. So it's like what three and a half? Uh, a little over three years. Yeah. <laughs> Kentucky was like number seven at one point this season. Yeah. Should have been no miss, too. That's the crazy part. Everybody's just frauds, dude. Besides the top five. There's a lot of fraudulent teams out there. Yeah. Even Alabama. Speaking of a fraudulent team. Speaking of a fraudulent team. Will you let me do my transition? (laughs) Speaking of a fraudulent team. TCU beat Texas 17 to 10. I don't know which one of those um, you want to say is fraudulent, but I mean it's the one that you you're addicted to, Busby. I picked TCU last week. This is an intervention. I picked TCU last week. This is an intervention, Busby. Texas for you is not back. I picked TCU. Yeah, but you're the Texas back guy. Doesn't matter. I I knew what I was on the right side of history. Don't be talking to me about picks, dude. We already know that you're kicking my ass and that stuff. Like that's whatever. <laughs> Everybody listens to this podcast, and between me and you right now, we both know you're the Texas guy. You're a Quinn Ewers guy. You probably have a mullet wig in there in your little closet sitting there. You probably were watching the game with your mullet on and your Texas jersey and everything. I wish I had a Texas jersey. <laughs> you could. You have a free jersey from last year that you have it. Cashed in. About to have two. You, I'll get you an Arch Manning jersey, Texas Arch Manning. Ooh, that would be cool. We got to figure out what number he is. I'm going to say 18. What number is he at uh, at uh, Newman? No idea. But 18 would have been Peyton's number and or his granddad's number. I think he's 16. Ew. Was that Coop's number? That was Peyton's college number. Oh, yeah, that's right. I forgot he was 16. I wonder what number Cooper was when he played. He's a wide receiver, so it's probably higher. 
But could yeah, he's 16 Manning's. in high school. Arch Manning is. So I, I mean TCU plays BYU the, or not BYU Baylor this weekend. After that, I can't remember who the who they have left, but they'll have a rematch against somebody in the Big Twelve title game. I don't know if anyone, like Kansas State, might be the second best team in that conference. I mean, yeah, Oklahoma State's falling off hard. Um, they end the season with Iowa State, most overrated coach in the history of. Football. So, TCU, I mean, yeah, you're right. I mean, who's going to beat them? We keep saying, like, somebody's going to beat them. We're running out of shots. I think our best chance is Kansas State, and I don't want that to be the case because if you remember in the preseason, I said that there's no chance they win the Big 12. I don't remember. With Adrian Martinez. I hope it happens now. One, because I think – I don't know. It'd be fun to have TCU in the playoff. Why not? They're going to get Watt by Georgia. Yeah, but that's fine. <clears throat> for sure. Or Ohio State or Michigan. Yeah, whoever's in the one – I think Georgia's going to be in the one spot. Well, by the way, yes, how do you it's... feel – like, if you're if you're Gary Patterson, how do you feel watching this happen? Like, Sonny <laughs> Dykes just took tough. the same team you had last year, and in one year he's 9-0. That's tough. Ten and zero, whatever it is. Uh, yeah, be ten and zero, huh? Yeah. Quinn Ewers has not looked the same since coming back from that injury. By the way, he's got flat. He was lighting. Like... He was lighting Alabama up. And ever since then, it's just kind of been a rocky road. Yeah, I mean, he doesn't doesn't really have much. I mean, say that Bijan Robinson made. I mean, nobody really talks about him anymore. Maybe one of the best running uh, – definitely is one of the best running backs in the country. He couldn't connect with Xavier Worthy, Worthy to save his life this weekend. Yeah, Worthy's really good. So, I don't know. It's a weird team. Sark, he gets a pass this year because of the injury, I think. Um, but next year with Ewers and Manning, put up or shut up time. Yep. Especially when you're watching but- a team like TCU do it. And then the last game that I want to draw some focus on, Washington beat Oregon 37-34 this week. You are right. Every time you start believing in Bo Nix, it flips the other direction. So, good call on your end. Um, Legend the of Pac-12, Nicks, <laughs> The Pac-12 just keeps falling apart on top of itself. Now they're down. We're not, we don't have this game to discuss, but we can go ahead and bring it up. UCLA lost to Arizona last week. So, now they're down to basically just USC. Um, as far as a playoff hopeful goes. And I'm still not sure how good USC actually is. And they lost Travis Dye this week at uh, Colorado. Yeah, the Pac-12 just keeps puking on itself. They're just like, oh, we're doing pretty good. Just everywhere. They do have like six legit good teams, though. Just pretty impressive for the Pac-12. You have both the LA schools. Yeah, you have both the LA schools. I would say both the Oregon schools. Utah. Oregon State in there. Yeah, I mean Oregon State's eight and two, seven and three, something like that. And then Washington. Yeah. Sure. What Washington? What happened to Washington? They were really good for a while, and then uh, didn't UCLA beat? Oh, Jimmy Lake completely tanked that program whenever Chris Peterson left. No, I'm saying this year. It's like they were good, 
and then they were bad. Oh, they got another. killed by UCLA. Now, yeah. They lost another game somewhere, but, I mean, they're still – they've only lost twice. Yeah, to beat that Oregon team, I mean, that's – In Eugene. Something. Dan Lanning is kind of a moron. He went for it on, like, fourth and two from his own 30-yard line without Bo Nix in the game. I mean, he did coach under Kirby Smart, who's known for puking on himself until last year. Until so. recently, yeah. Was it Justin Fields that he faked that punt with in the SEC championship that year? <laughs> Talk about an all-time bad moment. <laughs> was that before – was that the game that Jalen Hurts came back in and yeah, him back? Yeah, Jalen Hurts saved the day. Yeah, so that must have been 2017? 2017, I think. Yeah, that sounds about right. 2016, they was the two second of 26, right? Mm-hmm. So, because two was saved the day then, and the next year, Hurts came <clears> in. <throat> okay, whatever. Um, we don't, we're not going to talk, we don't have to talk about the Mississippi State game. Uh, I was at a wedding, as I've said earlier. Uh, you said you had family in town, right? So I don't know, I don't know how much of this you were able to watch. Um, it didn't matter because Georgia was the, just the significantly better team, but maybe the worst officiated game I've ever seen. Uh, so many, so bad, many bad. calls all went Georgia's way. Uh, they, Mark Curls is still a complete buffoon. He talked the ref out of an intentional grounding that was the most intentional grounding that's ever intentionally grounded. Uh, they did not call fumble at the goal line. The very next play, I think Stetson Bennett just made Nate Watson look like an idiot and scrambled in for a touchdown. Uh, they threw the latest flag of all time on a third down that would have ended a drive that they later scored on. It was just a hodgepodge. Like every every call that could have saved a Georgia drive did save a Georgia drive. Yeah, it was brutal. Uh, that I mean – our defense and special teams kept us in in the first half. I mean, that punt return at the end of the mm. first half was electric. Um, our offense just could not get anything going, man. It's so mm. frustrating to watch. Yeah. When you, you see other teams able to score points and we just can't do it, it – I don't know, man. I need to see this offense with another quarterback and then I may be out on each. Yeah. Uh, I don't know if you're going to get that opportunity, but I, I'm kind of there with you. I want to see it, whether it be Sawyer Robertson or a transfer. I would like to see something new, just to yeah, just see what happens. The same thing over mm. and over again because it's just brutal and like yeah, like oh, like who do you think you're going to get? I don't care. If we're going to get this. Isn't working. Yeah, like we can't score points, and that's the whole point of his offense: is score points. Okay, I'm done. <laughs> Feel better though? Not really, but I mean, I, like I'm not one of those guys. that's like, oh my god, Michael, you sucks. Like I hate him so much. I just if it's not working, it's not working. And he has, is it just me or has he become like super apathetic as well? Um, I think it's a mixture of that and frustration. I don't know which one I lean more towards. Just like I don't know, he just seems like he's disconnected from everything and. uh I mean, you could tell he was he was fired up about the refs and all that. Like you said today, 
I asked him about it. He's like, if you send me a thirty thousand dollar check, I'll let you know exactly how I feel. So he's definitely also. It's losing. ridiculous. They get fined for that. Well, it's also ridiculous that refs don't have to do like post game press conferences or anything yeah, like but, that. Like even that, but like finding somebody for just complaining about the rest, like that's just what life is. You complain about the rules and the refs. <laughs> He's definitely lost the majority of the fan base and basically all the media at this point. But you know who has it? Who? Zach Arnett. Oh, yeah, that well, he's Jesus, so <laughs> dude, it's it's mind boggling. Lad, Lad McConkey is still running, but Zach Arnett's a genius, so like it's not even that. Like, I can get like being like, yeah, man, he's just a good defensive coordinator. His defense is solid. They, like, that's the thing, like, he them. like he is good, he is a good, yeah, defensive that's coordinator. what I'm saying. <laughs> but they're acting like he's Bear Bryant reincarnated, dude. They want to build him a statue and give him the keys of the city. Like, what are we talking about? Oh, gosh. He's trying to grant them 2.0. <laughs> Same thing. All right. The, uh, the new playoff rankings came out yesterday. <clears throat> Georgia, Ohio State, Michigan, and TCU State top four. Tennessee State at five. And then your number six is LSU, followed by USC, Alabama, Clemson, and Utah to round out the top ten. Uh, any surprises? I don't. I don't think so, but – no, uh, not really. I would it's say North of, Carolina at thirteen, being nine and one, is kind of wild. But I mean, I don't. Again, don't know how good North Carolina is. I just love Drake Bay, a, so. Penn State just about to be a top ten team. Yeah, Penn State's eight and two. Who have they beat? I mean, uh, that entire conference. Uh, Auburn at Auburn, I guess. Right. Yeah, like. I've been a big Penn State guy, but to have them – Shout out Cadillac Williams, by the way. Sitting right there. I mean, that's kind of crazy. But so I have a scenario for you. Go on. Loves this. LSU beats Georgia. What SEC teams get into the playoff? I mean – Granted, this is saying LSU wins out and Tennessee wins out and Georgia wins out until the SEC championship. It'll probably be LSU and Georgia. The correct answer is Georgia and Tennessee. But it's so hard to keep the SEC winner out. <laughs> what if but LSU like, it would be stomps the, Georgia? It would be one of the rare times where like, I fall Twitter would be an uproar and I'd be like, you know what? Kind of have a point because <laughs> they beat the piss out of T- out of LSU. Granted, it was during the day, so LSU was not prepared. The sun was <laughs> shining. Powers, yeah. <laughs> so you'd have Georgia. Who that's, beat Tennessee. that's still such a wild narrative. Like, they're mad that they had to play at noon. Like, welcome to the rest of the SEC, homeboy. Just welcome to football. Uh, yeah. So you'd have. Tennessee would beat the hell out of Georgia or LSU. You'd have Georgia, who, I mean, score wasn't as bad, but beat the hell out of Tennessee. They could have scored whatever they wanted to. LSU beats Georgia. I mean, what are the playoff committee just has to? Someone's getting screwed. Oh yeah. And say like, 
I mean, so obviously Ohio State or Michigan has one loss. Say there's an undefeated TCU. Dude, I mean, what if it was like Ohio State, Georgia, LSU, Tennessee? <laughs> like TCU say, loses. Wait, did you say three SEC teams in Ohio <laughs> yeah. State? That would be just that would that would be boring. Yeah, but we're heading. I mean, not heading that way, but that is a. So you're counting on USC losing again. You're counting on TCU losing. Period, and then they just like this would require LSU to win out, obviously. Yeah, everybody wins out between those three teams other than Georgia, who loses the SC championship. And say so they lose it by like a last second field goal. I tell you what, I it's everything works itself out always, but damn it, that would be fun to see. <laughs> All right. Um should we have a talk about Sam Pittman and Shane Beamer? <laughs> They're not going to get fired, but, like, <laughs> Sam Pittman's saying some weird, really weird shit. What did he say? He uh, when asked about how much this loss hurts, he was like, well, they are the seventh-ranked team in the country, so oh, that yeah, helps right, a little yeah. bit. Like, dude, yeah. you were ranked eighth, like, a month ago. You can't be sitting so there talking about too. how, like, your program's back and you want to put Arkansas on the map and then whenever you lose to a team ranked in the top team, like, oh, golly gee, shucks. Like, that just – that's life. That turd. That turd. We We're had to pretend gonna... like that guy was good last year. Him and K.J. Jefferson. Uh, Talk about A&M. They, like, can't make a bowl. Yeah. Shout out Cadillac Williams. Uh, <laughs> Jimbo, uh, that's – He's not going to get fired either because he's going to bring in another huge recruiting class, but he has a big December ahead of him because I think half of that number one class from last year is skedaddling. So we'll see how he navigates the portal. No? What were they preseason? They're going to finish last in the West. Yeah. I mean, it's between them and Arkansas, I guess. Auburn. Auburn, but Auburn yeah, beat true. them. Yeah. <laughs> <laughs> they got like a few first place SEC West uh, preseason votes. Yeah, I don't. I, who in the media saw that Haynes King was starting? They're like, yep, that's the team I'm a ride or die with. How's that team? I don't know, dude. Haynes King, whenever he's in his jersey, looks like a great value brand Power Ranger. And people are like, yep, that's who I'm hitching my wagon to. He looks like me out there, honestly, with pads <laughs> on. Just a wormy puppy running around. It's like someone went to make a scarecrow and stopped halfway through. It's like – And then, and then uh, I we, we've pooped on – We've pooped on uh, Sam Pittman, and, Sam Pittman, and Jimbo, and all that enough. But dude, people thought Shane Beamer was the shit. He's not good either. I mean, you can throw Mark Stoops in there. Why did people think Spencer Rattler was good? Yeah, but Mark Stoops has won ten games in two of the last four seasons. Like, and that was a dead program. The SEC East was dead too. That's fair. That's a, that is a valid argument. But like, you still have to go out there and win the games as Kentucky. They lost to Vanderbilt. 
Uh, and then last on the college football talk, a lot of smoke around Lane Kiffin, man. I It doesn't matter for us because we can play <laughs> Auburn every year anyway, but a lot of smoke around Lane Kiffin to Auburn. Yeah, dude, I don't know what to think. I mean I, – I think it's a good hire by Auburn if it happens. Oh, I mean, I think it's the best hire they can make other than, like, Nick Saban or, like, somebody that's impossible to get. I think Lane Kiffin's the, the best they can do. Hashtag brain – bring Hugh home. I mean, I think Hugh Freeze is, is a good option as well. Lane Kiffin somehow has much wait, less – Wait, 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 wait. I'm talking about this the same. Time. This the yeah. same Hugh Freeze that just lost to UConn. Yeah, but they were talking about UConn. They're, they've won six games. They're better than A and M. That's low hanging fruit. Also, A and M would beat UConn. Would they? I I think so. A <laughs> and M's thirty three and a half point favorites this weekend. By the way, I don't know if you want to. Put your stake on UMass, but <laughs> this is Wait, uh, just go ahead and get prepared. In the last game, do what? Do A and M and Arkansas play it? Have they already played? No, A and M. Oh, oh, no, oh, that was the Arkansas, yeah, yeah, that, that was the game that hit off the top. Yeah, 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 This was the SEC week where everyone that writes about college football is going to get really mad that the SEC is not playing anybody. So just prepare for that. Shout out Brett McMurphy and Dan Mulkin and. Pat Forty and all them that's gonna be like, oh, they didn't play Iowa in Week Eleven, so what the fuck is going on? Like, I, I mean, cool. Uh, I would venture to say that Toledo and Iowa are about the same. So, um, good point. Uh, Arkansas and Ole Miss this weekend is very interesting. It is. It is. Uh. There's also Deion Sanders followed Nebraska on Instagram. <laughs> I don't there there's you we're, think we're officially worse we're officially for Deion Sanders. We're officially in fit season where everyone's like, I don't know if he'll fit here when really what they're trying to say is I don't know if he'd win here. Uh but that would be a one where I was like, I don't know if Deion Sanders fits in Nebraska. In the middle of freaking Nebraska. It's crazy to yeah. I'm not gonna say anything about it. Uh, yeah, man. Uh, these next few months, I mean, obviously we have the end of the season, championship week, and all that. But seeing where some of these coaching uh, dominoes fall, I, I heard a guy today talking about Mike Leach's bad fit at Mississippi State. I'm like, that dude coached at Texas Tech and Washington State. Like, if he can't fit in in Starkville, Mississippi, he can't fit in anywhere. I think he's a great fit personally like i think he fits starville great people no, people people misconstrue the word fit all the time and we're back at, i'm gonna get on that soapbox again at some point here in the off season i don't think you're a good fit for nashville busby i don't think so either no, especially not east nashville <laughs> <laughs> that'll fit in here at all all right well that's gonna wrap us up for the first half of the podcast on the back side we have some nfl news and notes uh Great Sunday, if I do say so myself. It was made up for a and then, um, Saturday. Yeah, and then a lot of picks. And, um, yeah, just some general wrap-up. We'll see how it goes. But stick with us through the break. We'll see you all then. All right, everyone. Welcome back to the B-Team Podcast. Tonight's podcast episode is brought to you by Yellowwood. So when you're in a pinch and you need to get out of town, call Yellowwood. 
Yellowwood what? founder is an Auburn grad. Oh, okay. I get it. Uh, that was going to be sponsored by uh, JetBlue or somebody. It is flight tracking season. It is flight tracking season. John Cohen. Did you see his? Hiring. Did you see his? Did you see his post game the other day? He just looked exhausted. Uh, yeah, I liked it. Like even if I was an Ole Miss fan, like I would want that to be what my coach said. Like I wish Dan Mullen would have said things mm-hmm. like that after we lost to Alabama sometimes. But it was also kind of like, was it because he thinks this team can get to that point and that's what he's trying to do, or is he like, I need to go to a place where we're not celebrating playing Bama close? I. I, I had the same internal way. I had the same internal debate. I because it was like he was trying to implore the fan base and the media, like don't think this way anymore. Like we had a top right. ten season last year. We we're ranked ninth coming into this game. Like that we shouldn't just be contempt with playing Alabama close. And I will say that game didn't also feel had, like they also had a guy flop on defense, by the way. Oh yeah. That out there. oh yeah, yeah. For sure. Um, I saw the clip on Twitter. Um, but, I mean, that game, did, the guy. that game felt like it was two pretty evenly matched teams. Yeah. So Alabama without Bryce Young would stink. Yeah. <laughs> you remember whenever people were like, Jalen Milrow better? No. Me and my, right. dad, my dad was in town this week, so we had a whole Alabama conversation. Mm-hmm. That's for another day. Mm-hmm. We need to get. We need to get Pete and uh, Mark on. And yeah, that'll just <laughs> yeah, that'd be interesting. All right, there'll be a lot of and talking if... about refs and how it was better in the old days and how they need to get away from this shotgun on the goal line. And my dad would somehow turn it into a Michael Jordan debate. Like that, it's like the same sport. My dad, my dad hates LeBron. So oh, ditto. <laughs> yeah, so they would they would join up forces against us. My dad would also say something mean about Tiger Woods that I think would throw Mark off. My dad hates Tiger Woods. Oh, really? Yeah. Well, doesn't yeah. hate him, but he's he's never been a Tiger guy. He says that he got that big contract early on. He didn't have anything to play for. That's why he won all these tournaments because he could just go for it when other guys were trying to fight for money and all this stuff. And it's just, we talk about it all the time. It didn't have anything to do with him just being the best golfer. The, on- the best golfer of all time. I know that's what I say. <laughs> all right. The Bucks won in Germany. I think they're leading the AFC South or the uh, uh, <laughs> NFC South again. They're back to five hundred. That division is so bad, and it's gonna it's gonna suck too because like their defense yeah, gonna, is starting yeah, to get yeah their defense is starting to get healthy again. They're starting to figure that out. They're just gonna meander their way to like ten and seven, getting the playoffs, and something weird to happen draw. because because that's gonna, just the way life goes. They'll get like the Vikings and Kirk Cousins will implode. And so they'll get win that game. And then they'll have to get to play like the Cow, like the, I don't know, the Cowboys or uh, the Eagles and they'll beat them. They're just going to like meander their way to the Super Bowl again. I see what you're saying. The Packers beat the Cowboys in overtime. That was a really fun game. The Packers are still four and six. It was not fun. It was a fun game. From a neutral no, standpoint. Maybe, but it, that game shouldn't have – Christian Watson, like, the dude's been – okay, anyways. 
Uh, also, Tony Pollard's just better than Zeke. Like, let's just all say it out loud. Yeah. Just... No, that's that's been the case for a while now. CD looked good. Dalton Schultz is back. He looked good. Just couldn't finish the game. It was super frustrating. Yeah. Uh, the 49ers beat the Chargers on Sunday Night Football. They're both sitting at five and four now. I think the 49ers are good. I, do too. I don't know if the Chargers are. I want to like, I like missing. the Chargers. They get Mike, hopefully, Mike Williams back either this week or next week. Keenan Allen will come back at some point and he'll actually have weapons. Will he? They've been saying this like week three. He'll get hurt again. I mean, that's just what Keenan Allen does. But the 49ers, the point I had about this game, you trade all that for CMC. I think Elijah Mitchell had more carries than him. Well, I mean, CMC ran a marathon. Did you see why Kyle Shanahan was – like, I think Kyle Shanahan just gets intrigued by having Christian McCaffrey run around. Yeah, There were a couple plays where it seemed like he just kind of ran around in a circle in the backfield, and they were like, all right, that's good enough for me. Hand the ball off now. But they, like, Look uh, at this toy. Doesn't he look good back there running around in a circle? It's just weird, man. He's better than Elijah Mitchell. Like, just play. Well, okay, yeah. Don't, don't say that like it's controversial. Like, that's what I'm, No, I'm saying that like like he is. Like, everybody knows yeah. he is. So, just do it. The Eagles finally lost. Now, 8-1. Left Good hand up. I you – can't, You can't go back to Carson Wentz. <laughs> yeah, Taylor Heineke's that guy. You can't go back to Carson Wentz. Right? No. I don't know why they even – I mean, Haneke, I mean, he wasn't great last year, but he's good. I mean, he's fine. The dude, he's just like a – I don't know. I don't want to be a cliche. Thank you, oh, he's a thank you for the player. Thank you for the two third-round picks. But, yeah. And then lastly, Jeff Saturday is now officially 1-0 as we- head coach. We can talk about what? this first, but you're just going to skip over the Bills-Vikings game? Oh. Hey, my bad. That was like one of the best regular season games of all time. You know, if you put a little bit of effort in here. <laughs> I'm sorry, I'm sorry, I'm sorry. It was a great yeah, game. Yeah, the Bills-Vikings game was insane. Uh, is Are we worried about Josh Allen, by the way? Yes, I am. He was I'm going to say no. no. I'm not saying like – is he good? I think he's hurt worse than people are than he or anybody else is letting on. Some of these interceptions he's throwing, it's Rough. like, yeah, and it's like, is it because his elbow just is numb and he just can't feel his arm? I don't know. Uh Justin Jefferson is the best wide receiver in football. He's so good. Uh, Kirk Cousins didn't Kirk Cousins completely. Uh, I. The ending of that game was so wild. It was like the Bills out Vikings, the Vikings. Yeah. I mean, the Bills still had a chance. He threw a pick at the end. Yeah. Um, but that game was just crazy because the Bills were winning big at half. And then they just kind of imploded in the second half. Um, I don't know. I, I, I worry about Josh Allen just because yeah. I think he's more hurt than people are letting on. But we can now. We they're, can also, about... they're also one and three without Jordan Poyer. And they're also third in the division. That is true. I think the Dolphins, the Dolphins are good, man. The Dolphins are good, as long as Tua can stay healthy. Uh, the Jets are somehow winning games. 
I'm just saying they're winning games. Um, and then you have they're tied with the Bills right now. They have head to head, and then the Patriots. The Patriots are five four. and four. Yeah. Uh, and then yes, as I said earlier, Jeff Saturday is now one and zero as a head coach. Ben, I I know how I know how I should think. I should get on here and say, hey, this team isn't going anywhere because they're not. They should be trying to get the best draft position that they can because they should. They should be trying to find a quarterback for the future because they should. But, dude, it felt so good watching Jeff Saturday win last week and yeah. shutting up freaking old-ass Bill Cower and Joe Thomas, who went 1-31 his last two years in the NFL but wants to talk about winning and losing and all this kind of not. Dude looks like great value brand Michael Chiklis and wants to talk shit. Get him, he was that passionate. He should have cared in any of his 11 years in the league whenever he won 14 games. Okay, let's be fair. Joe Thomas is really good. Yeah. Nobody else Never. in those teams was Okay. But I agree. Does that make you the end all be all of head coaching no. candidates? No, I agree. He overstepped his bounds. And I, I'm I'm happy for you, man. Uh but to say he's he was the reason that they lost all those games is kind of a, a I didn't say he was the reason he lost all those games. He did lose all those games. I didn't say he was the reason. Okay. 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 All right. But the Cleveland went 0 and 16 and brought their head coach back. Yeah, that's crazy. Um, I'm happy for y'all, man. They look good. And the, look also the Raiders. They didn't look good, but the they Raiders also what's up with the Raiders? Yeah, it's also hilarious that he beat Josh McDaniels. Josh McDaniels may just stink as a head coach. Yeah, I I, I can't believe that Jeff Saturday straight off of ESPN beat the well-groomed, been in the league, stuck it out for so many years, Josh McDaniels like that. It just shouldn't happen. Fuck all those people, dude. Whoa! <laughs> Tell them. It was annoying. Like, I just Hold couldn't figure out why anyone cared. I agree. And I, I know the Colts probably – they're probably going to end – like, Jeff Saturday is probably going to be like two and six. As and it won't matter, but... Yeah, we're winning the Super Bowl. That would be cool. That would be insane. That would be really cool. <laughs> uh, okay, that's not we're, – we're probably going to – we play the Eagles next week, so it's not great. Please beat them. All right, picks. Um, I am still up seven. We basically split last week. So, do you yeah. want me to go first every time yes. again? Okay. Illinois at Michigan. Illinois, who was leading the Big Ten West. I don't know if they still are. There's like five teams at four and three now. Um, Illinois is at Michigan. Michigan is an 18-point favorite. I think this is going to be a very quick game. I think both teams are just going to run the ball, but I think Michigan is significantly better at Illinois than Illinois at that game, so I will take Michigan to cover the 18 points. There's a lot of points. It is a lot of points. Give me Illinois. I already had them just because of how many points. That's the only reason. TCU at Baylor. TCU is a two-and-a-half-point favorite. Baylor just got beat 31-3 to by Oklahoma State. <laughs> I, I, I'm I done 
I'm done disrespecting TCU. I'm going to take TCU minus two and a half. You took them last week. I know. But I keep saying that they're going to lose at some point. Is this the week they lose? Oh, man. I'm just going to ride out the Sunny Dykes train. Yeah, I mean, I have to. Got to ride with them. Wisconsin at Nebraska. Wisconsin is a 13-point favorite. This is the um, Lance Leipold Bowl. The loser actually gets Lance Leipold in this situation. I think Nebraska is going to lose, but I do like them to cover the 13. No, thank you. Oh, never. That seems so bad, yeah. Kansas State goes to West Virginia, who just beat Oklahoma. Kansas State's a seven-and-a-half-point favorite. <clears throat> then I don't know. <laughs> uh, I think Kansas State's better, but West Virginia is a tough place to play, and they are feeling good. I know Oklahoma stinks, but did just beat Oklahoma at home. They did just. They also just fired their AD, by the way. So maybe they're taking a step to getting rid of uh, Neil um, Brown. Neil Brown. I don't know. I'm gonna take KSU minus the seven and a half. <laughs> are you are you rolling with Country West Roads? Virginia? <laughs> Shenandoah River. Georgia at Kentucky. Georgia's a 22-and-a-half-point favorite. I'm going to get Jordan Sweet. Fuck Kentucky. Yeah, I can't. I can't pick Kentucky. I laughed at them for, like, a good solid five minutes of this podcast, so. Where do you think our hatred stems from? Um, 2014. Whenever you think it was from when we went to Kentucky? Mm-hmm. They were mean. I think so too, but like also, I didn't. Even after that, I was just like, "Oh, it's Kentucky." But no, I hated them. At some point, in the last like three or four years, it's really just ramped up. Also, because everybody overhypes Kentucky the past few years. They also had that linebacker a couple of years ago that was a huge doucher. Mm-hmm. Oh, what was his name? Cash something. Oh yeah, uh, yeah. He did all the like he bust the water bottles and whatever. Uh, want to be stone cold. What's his name? I want to look. He got ran over at the goal line by Kylan Kylan Hill. He just got cut by the Packers. Yikes! Yep. Kentucky linebacker Cash. Cash Daniel. Cash Daniel couldn't even add an S to his last name. What a turd! And then the. <laughs> Will Evans might be the coolest guy we've ever met, but I hate him strictly because of draft He's, prospect stuff. Don't ever say that, dude. He puts mayonnaise in his coffee. He eats bananas with the peel on. He is a weirdo. We're supposed to feel sorry for him because he stubbed his toe. I will never feel sorry for him. <laughs> Ole Miss at Arkansas. Ole Miss is a two-and-a-half-point favorite. Ben, we know this game gets weird. Mm-hmm. It's in Fayetteville. It's going to be a stinky cold. line, too. It is a sneaky line. You know what they say about sneaky lines? P-U. Oh, no, they say they say take it. With the stuff going on with uh, – Lane? Yeah, that loser. 
You never know who's going to show up. Uh, it doesn't matter. I'm betting. I'm I'm hedging my happiness. I'm going to take Ole Miss minus two and a half. Me too. You know, if they lost this game, we win our game. We could end with the same record if we beat them. Yeah, you wouldn't know that from message boards. <laughs> uh, we have the Battle of L.A., USC at UCLA. USC is a two-and-a-half-point favorite. I wish this line was like a touchdown because USC is just incapable of beating anyone by a touchdown, apparently, mm-hmm. uh, outside of Colorado, but it's not. And UCLA is a better team. I know they just lost Travis Dye, but uh, I I just can't trust UCLA. So give me USC minus two and a half. I'll take UCLA. Like you said, the Pac-12 just keeps cannibalizing itself, and that trend is going to continue. They're going to knock out their lone playoff contender. You're probably right. I, because I had the same thought. So in my dumb pea brain, I should say that and be like, oh. Actually, I should pick the opposite, like you did with Bo Nix last week. But my pea brain is too dumb to realize that it's dumb. I just put myself in a dumb pretzel. I was about to say, I don't know where you're going with this, but I love it. Utah is at Oregon. Oregon's a three-point favorite. Does Oregon rebound? Mm -hmm. I wish this line had a half connected to it. If this game was at Utah, it would be easy money. Well, I still kind of think Utah is a better Eugene team. And beat him. It's true. Hmm. Doesn't matter. I'm taking the Ducks minus three. Nope. Give me the Utes. Give me the Utes. Two NFL games this week, Ben. We have the Jets at the Patriots. Patriots minus three. Jets can't beat the Patriots. It's pretty simple. I'm going to take the Patriots minus three. No, man. The Patriots stink. Their defense is good. They stink. You want to bet on Zach Wilson against Bill Belichick? They beat the Bills. They also lost to the Patriots already this year. Yeah, they're making one and one. The medal. Split it. Really hope you're right, but I Zach, I don't trust Zach Wilson against any defensive coordinator with a pulse. And then the <laughs> last one, you want to talk about a stinky line, Ben? We've oh. we've texted about this. The Cowboys are at the Vikings, probably the marquee matchup of the weekend, and the Cowboys are one point favorites. Hmm. Why? <laughs> I don't know. Is this game in it prime time? Stinks. No, it's in like three thirty. It's the second slate. Is this America's game of the week? Probably. What does this do for the Kirk Cousins primetime <laughs> stats? I don't know. They have Justin Jefferson either way. So, <clears throat> who's going to be with probably lined up on Trayvon Diggs all day, which, <laughs> you know. Okay. Whenever I said earlier that Taylor Swift is the single most overrated, <laughs> stop. Stop. You know where I was going with that one? Yes. It's Zeke. <laughs> no, I thought you were going to say it's Trayvon. Oh, I was. I was. I okay. Guess. Zeke probably is a better answer. Yeah. Well, I think the world's pretty much come around to Tony Pollard's better than Zeke at this point. Everyone so besides Mike McCarthy and Jerry Jones. 
I'm spending a lot of time here stalling because I don't know what to do. I'm taking the Vikings <laughs> plus one. No, man. You're probably right, but I got to ride with the boys. This is like you said, stinky line. You got to take it. They got to bounce back. I gave us both plus one there. Let me change that. I get the minus. All right, Ben. A lot of differences again. I feel like it's going to be the case basically from here on out. You have Illinois. I have Michigan. Both have TCU. You have Wisconsin. I have Nebraska. You have West Virginia. I have Kansas State. We're both on Georgia. We're both on Ole Miss. You have UCLA. I have USC. You have Utah. I have Oregon. You have the Jets. I have the Patriots. You have the Cowboys. I have the Vikings. Let's make some ground up. All right. Closing remarks here. Uh, the National League and American League Cy Youngs were announced tonight. The National League goes to Sandy Alcantara, Cardinals legend Sandy Alcantara. We traded him for Marcelo Zuna, who played for two years and then left. Thank you. And then the American League went to Justin Verlander, who is 40. I don't get it. That's another interesting, like, going back to the Pete Davidson dating thing. You know, he's married to Kate Upton, like, been yeah. married for a while. Yeah, it has been for a long time. That's impressive. Mm-hmm. She had a good run there for a while. Is it over? Just like, I don't think it's over. I'm just saying, like, she <laughs> was up there with, like, the most coveted. Or I, I shouldn't say that. Like, just, like, the hottest Canceled. girl. Whatever. Canceled. Yeah. I'm canceling you. Why? Did Cancel. she do something? I'm canceling you. Can't say coveted in 2022. Oh, Women are not your objects to own, Benjamin. But, okay. <laughs> I'm confused. <laughs> okay. I'll shut up now. Um, I don't know what else you have to talk about, but... I have one last thing, but it's very sad. So if you have something you want oh, to yeah, say I don't want to talk about that. Uh, state basket hoops. State basket hoops. Shout out Chris Jans. The dogs are back. Like it. Get down. Can fight back. Get back in a game. Win a game. Looking pretty good. Blow teams out. Yeah, I love uh, it. They have their first big test next week against Marquette. That game is not – that game is part of, like, a uh, one of the basketball tournaments, but I can't remember which one it is. It's not Maui. We went to get the Maui invite, so. I'm just excited because this team – Tampa? It's somewhere tropical. Look it up. But, yes, you're right. It, this team does look it, – it's amazing what happens whenever you let your athletes be athletes. Um. And they look well coached for the first time in several years. So, what 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 are your thoughts, Benjamin? I agree. I mean, it's just refreshing to see um, a team fight back and not when they get down, don't implode. Um, it's in Fort Myers, Florida. Okay. Okay. Thank Fort you. Myers tip off. Um, but yeah, just refreshing to see a team not give up and and let the dudes go play basketball. So, I'm excited. You have the floor the, for the part. And then the last thing, we we can't consider ourselves a sports podcast and not talk about 
maybe the biggest thing that happened this week, the shooting that took place on the campus of Virginia. Um, three football players were shot and killed um, by a former football player um, coming back from a school activity. They have canceled the game for this weekend against Coastal Carolina, I want to say. Uh, yeah, it's not important. doesn't matter. Um, what is important is that we're just keeping those families and everyone yeah. affected by that in our thoughts this week. So, Yeah, it's just terrible. Not much to say yeah. about it. I mean, something's got to change, but I don't know what it is, but it just sucks. It makes me sick to think about. So, yeah. Um, it is. It was nice to see the entire campus rally around the football program and everything, but um, yeah, just a bad ordeal, man. Bad ordeal. Um, but yeah, that's I hate to end it on such a sad note, but that is going to wrap us up for this week. Um, Ben, do you have anything you want to close out with? No, um, like you said, this week in slate for the SEC doesn't look great, but looking forward to watching some football. Um, Pac 12 gets the spotlight this weekend, yeah, and we'll see if they can they can keep USC in it. That Oregon Utah game is gonna be awesome, so looking forward to oh. it. Oh. We did forget to mention Pac-12 related. Uh, the UCLA USC game has been announced as a sellout. Oh, yeah, yeah. Seventy thousand, seventy thousand people in a stadium that holds ninety thousand is now considered a sellout. So, congrats, Weird. UCLA. Weird. But all right, that's gonna wrap us up for this week. We'll see y'all again next week. More of the same, and um, probably some good banter about Pete Davidson again. So, <laughs> Taylor Swift. Yeah, yeah. We'll see y'all then. Bye.